0: you guys welcome you are in the car with joey two wallets thank you for letting me break up in your phone or crash into it either way uh before i get started i wanna i just spent most of the night and morning well not most of the night let me tell you most of the early early morning and mostly all day with my sister tanya I don't know about y'all, but me and my sister have a love, get on each other's nerves relationship where if the other one loves the other one, the other one gets on the other one's nerves on purpose. And it's fun. Well, that being said, I hadn't seen my sister in about seven years. so. Just for that simple fact, I'm coming out late with this episode, and as my sister is traveling through the through this country with her man David, who I met for the very first time, cool cat, just happens to be an Atlanta Falcons fan. They did happen to win last night, and that did not have any effect on this week's unfortunates. But it will have an effect next week on the Unfortunates. So just to recap week seven, because we are going into week eight. Week seven, the Jets were 32, Washington was 31, Jaguars were 30, Giants were 29, Vikings were 28, Falcons were 27, Bengals were 26, and the Cowboys were number 25. I'ma be real 100 with you. Some people played their way, didn't necessarily win, but played their way out of this unfortunate. And unfortunate for them, I don't get to talk about them, but unfortunately, or fortunately, I don't get to talk about them. So it's a good and bad thing at this point. So, this week, last week I started with number 25, and I went down. Because I had a new entry and it was the first episode, even though it was week seven. This week, I'm gonna start with 32 and end up with the best team on my list. And I believe we're gonna do it in that order from now on. The first episode was kind of unique. I just want to give it to y'all straight how it is. And for number 32 is. How about this? So this week, I had this huge fire by my house. I saw firefighters putting it out yesterday. It was, you know, cool but not cool. You know what I mean? So since I saw fire, I saw this dumpster fire team. With a coach who I used to believe in. My team with the oldest starting running back in the NFL, Frank Gore. I don't even know if Sam Dorrow... Is Sam Darrow Dar- playing for the Jets right now? Oh, yeah. Now, number 32, if you haven't guessed yet, it's the New York football Jets. For three weeks in a row, they have held the same position at dead last in the NFL. But is there anything really new about them? Actually, yeah. As much crap as uh, the head coach and defense coordinator had you know, going back and forth in the media, the defense actually played well. And Adam Gase's offense still hasn't shown up. So it would be nice for the real New York Jets to stand up, and they tried. They, they honestly, that defense stood up. For the Buffalo Bills, they they really they gave them they gave them a pretty good challenge. Nothing specific to get into episode is gonna be pretty cut and dry. I plan on actually doing a continuation if it's possible, maybe tomorrow. If not, I'll be going on full detail on YouTube on Indicar really 2 hours. But as of right now, I'm gonna keep it real simple. So again, the Jets are number 32. They haven't changed anything. I mean, let, let's just keep it real. I mean, other than the defense showing up last week, that didn't warrant them a jump, even though they played the Buffalo Bills tough, up on my list. So, there it is. New York football Shocked at number thirty-one. Uh, apparently, as I was checking my fantasy, I noticed that uh, Garner Mitch was kind of dinged up. So I'm not even sure. Honestly, I'm not even sure how he did during the games, Like I said, this is going to be more detailed, especially when it comes more to the end of the season. There'll be more teams making moves, more teams to make positions, there'll be position changes. I'll be getting into all that. For those of you that are fans of these teams, who just have to be on the bottom of the basement. You guys have to figure out who the quarterback, Gardner Mitchell is, and what team he plays for. <coughs> well, the Jacksonville Jaguars coming at number 31. One thing that really bugs me about the Jaguars is I really, really like the head coach. I think he's better than the talent that he's been given on this team. I honestly believe that they're fighting for him. There's just not that much talent on the team. You know you should be traded to Jacksonville, OBJ. I believe that OBJ is an overrated bum, and he needs to go somewhere. I take it back, he's not a bum, but he is way overrated. And a team that needs a little bit of excitement, some talent, why not? It's funny, but Gardner Minshew, at this part of his career, might be the more fitting quarterback for him. Jacksonville needs something. Like they really do. You know, let me get back to this real quick before I go to the next team. Jacksonville went down a spot. They were ranked number 30 last week and they're down to 31 this week. They lost to the Chargers by 10 points. So they couldn't very well go up, they had to go down. But they're not as bad as the New York Jets. They're, they're not bad. They're not that bad at all. So, even though the Jets played fairly confident in their game against the Bills, if those two teams played, I really believe the Jaguars would win. And coming up at number 30 is. Yo, I'm back. I'm going to put it to y'all like this. Dak is out. Andy Dalton may or may not be concussed. Either way. Again, I just... You know, and then the way they lost the Redskins, I just... have. I, has, does anybody else feel as bad for Dallas as I do? Because me personally... I don't mind the Dallas Cowboy fans, which people keep saying is the worst part of the Cowboys. You know, I think the Raiders fans are a little bit more crazier. And I think the LA Rams are a bunch of bandwagon fans. Um, They act like the St. Louis days never... uh, (laughs) They act like the St. Louis days just never happened. (laughs) But... I'm going to just, you know, I'm going to keep it 100. I just... I'm sorry, man. The Dallas Cowboys are at number 30. They dropped five. More injuries. Now trade speculations. I don't think this could have gotten worse for the Dallas Cowboys and their Super Bowl aspirations. Which, again, I've talked about in a few other episodes. If you have a new offense coordinator, new head coach, new defense coordinator and you have new starters in key situations uh, in in key positions like for example in today's NFL the slot receiver is huge for every team every team has a slot ride right receiver there's only one team I believe that starts with a fullback and I believe that's the Oakland Raiders you know what let me double check that again before I go ahead and say that but the Raiders also have a, um, a slot wide receiver, a nickel catcher, I guess you can call him, if we want to, you know, if I want to put a name on some. So, that being said, there's just so many moving parts of Dallas that, outside of the wide receivers, uh, Dak Prescott, who's now hurt, and then Ezekiel Elliott, I can't believe everybody thought they were sure for the division. I I honestly thought when Ron Rivera came in and I said, ooh, that defense is good. By the end of the year, they'll get better. And I don't trust Carson Wentz. Even to this day, I still see Washington winning that division. But to me, the team that's improving the most is the Giants, which is weird, but like I said, And down five spots at number 30 is the Dallas Cowboys. (sighs) Poor Cowboys. Hey, you guys. And at number 29, they're down a spot from last week. The Minnesota Vikings I mean Okay Again, as I just spoke about in last episode New offensive coordinator uh, Now you have multiple Different starters on the Defensive side of football and the offensive side of football You lost an all Pro and Stephon Diggs Via trade There's no way that Cook was going to be able To run this year like he did last year Without the outside threat I believe Adam Thielen is or as good as Stephon Diggs, but catch this, though. If he's by himself and nobody else is catching the ball, you double-team him, and then you leave eight in the box. It's not hard to stop Minnesota when they're not very creative and their quarterback is not mobile enough to run. So, I don't really see why people are kind of shocked Honestly, I expected their defense to do better, which is what I expected. I thought there would be a ball control football team as uh, with having possession receivers, as Adam Thielen proved that he can be. And then kind of playing in the middle, along with Rudolph. So, that's kind of what I expected from Minnesota. I thought offensively, they definitely would take a step back, especially during COVID and in coaching. But that being said, I mean... I'm not shocked. I think I'm just I think what's shocks me about Minnesota is they're not they're not seemingly organized and that this is a, a Mike Zimmer team like Mike Zimmer's better than this. And for y'all Minnesota Vikings that's out here lobbying to get rid of Mike Zimmer, shoot uh, who would be better. With that talent, only one good wide receiver now, mind you. And in, look, and you guys got Jefferson. I get you that, but Jefferson is nowhere on the level that Diggs was. So y'all need to get a, y'all need to get off of that one. Minnesota's just not ready yet. They need to gel and develop. Y'all, y'all Vikings fans, I've, I've been watching on Facebook. Y'all need to leave Mike Zimmer alone. So that being said, again. Minnesota's down this week. They did, um, let's see. Yeah, and the Vikings were on a bye week. It's not that they did any worse. It's just that the teams that moved around them, which is why they're down a spot. But it's still really the same story. And what makes it worse now, they traded an acquisition that they just got this offseason did he get traded to Baltimore? Hmm. I forget what. I've never been able to pronounce that dude's name. I'm not going to start now. I think that's, I said that in the last episode. I'm not going to do it. I'm not even going to try. He was a defensive of pass rusher for the Jacksonville Jaguars who signed with the Vikings. He's now, I believe, a Raven. So, hey. Again, Vikings are down. They had a whole bye week. Let's see what the Vikings look like. After the buy, and then you Vikings fans can continue playing to complain again. What up, y'all? Welcome back. Now, after that Minnesota train at number twenty-nine, and I just kept riding on. I, I, I'm I'm sorry. What annoys me about Minnesota is their is their fan base, and they want to get rid of Mike Zimmer. Um. Sorry, I just had to say that. At number twenty eight, we got a new team, y'all. We got a new team in the unfortunates, and it is the Denver Broncos. Unfortunately. I like the hire and the chance by a uh, Nick Vangio Vic Vangio, but I don't I don't believe he's a head coach just looking at the way that team operates defensively I just think that Denver is just so defensively sound that I just think they would have stayed defensively sound no matter what coach they got I I honestly believe that I mean I mean I think we we pretty much all thought when Von Miller went down that this team was you know done so uh I think that's where we're all at with Denver but Denver's defense is so good even without Von Miller there's no way they'd be at a chance to get Trevor Lawrence which is the whole point of this is to see who's going to win the Trevor Lawrence sweepstakes but better yet can you guys imagine fields from Ohio State and Denver because I like Drew Locke but I think Drew Locke needs an innovative offensive head coach i think now y'all can kill me if y'all want to but i think he'd be better in st uh wow well, almost in st louis he'd be better he'd be a better ram than he is denver and i think he'd be better than golf in that system where they run 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 and then you know play action pass i think drew Locke would be better than golf in that system and Hear me out. If Jim Codwell ends up in Atlanta, if he gets Jim Codwell, Drew Lock, Atlanta Falcons, he runs the same exact system that he would have with Peyton Manning. It would be either a screen game offense based on running back slot receivers and the number one wide receiver, and or be running off the play-action pass Long handoffs, y'all know what I'm talking about for those, y'all know what long handoffs is. Then a stretch handoff would work for him. I think he's got enough guts and confidence to handle that offense, along with Jim Codwell. I think I mentioned him a lot because I think he's the one coach who kind of gets forgotten. I hope people haven't forgotten him. He did take the Colts to a Super Bowl. He did He's the he's the one coach who actually had a winning record with these Detroit Lions. They let him go, I guess for whatever reason, which to me didn't make sense. He if I'm not mistaken, he never did worse than 6 and 10 with Detroit. And then they hired Detroit hired this coach they have now who's, he's okay but he's not better than Jim Caldwell, he's not better than Bill Belichick, he's not better than Mike Vrabel and you can't say, well he doesn't have a quarterback, uh, Matthew Stafford's a really good quarterback so there it is folks the Denver Broncos are new on the list um I'm trying to think where would John Elway go from here because he's always trying to get coaches on the low to come to Denver, which you can't really blame him because they don't really have playoff or Super Bowl winning talent. So do you go with another cheap coach after this season? Yes. I'm saying that Nick's going to get fired. So do you go with another young unexperienced head coach from college do you do another rehire do you try and convince Mike Holmgren uh, Bill Cowher one of those guys to come down I just don't know where Denver goes because I don't see Drew Locke as a future quarterback so I don't know where Denver goes from here they have a Super Bowl level defense but everything else is minor or lacking so I really want to know what y'all think about Denver because Denver to me is the biggest question mark they're the most borderline football team in the NFL you don't know if they should rebuild and you don't know about the talent they have but you know that they're capable of winning 8 games every season based on that defense and if Von if Von Miller was healthy we'd be saying okay they could win 8 games but it wouldn't be more than that. That coach is not going to elevate him to 10 to 12 wins and then upset somebody like Buffalo, Tennessee, Pittsburgh, Baltimore. Denver's not built like they're in the perfect city, but with not winning not winning the division, they're not beating Kansas City. They're not going to be I mean, all they are is a second place team and they're way They're way behind Kenzie, honestly. And for the argument, you can honestly kind of say they're behind Oakland too. Oakland's got picks. Oakland has talent. Oakland's got quarterbacks. Like it. I know some of y'all Oakland Raider fans don't believe in uh, Derek Carr. I I personally am a Tennessee Titan fan I loved Marcus Mariota not because of the way he not even because of his talent or the way he played it was just the dude had heart and I'm sorry but if you got good leadership abilities which he has and you got heart which he has I'll give you a shot almost every time but if you're a Jay Cutler type got no talent I'm sorry, I'm sorry. You got all the talent in the world, but you seemingly just don't care, have no heart about the game. What's the point in rooting for you? So before I stray too far off, and the reason why I brought Marcus Mariota up is because I still think Marcus Mariota would have been better in Denver than going to Oakland. But he got paid a lot of money to go to Oakland. So anyway, Denver is number 28 on the list. And I'm going into 27, y'all. Yo, what up, y'all? Again, breaking into your phone. I'm gonna stop saying. That. I'm gonna just start talking. Anyway, at number 27 is the New York Football Giants, and they are up two spots. They're at 29. I look. I understand they lost. But they lost by one point, by a comeback win, by uh, Carson Wentz, who seemingly has his I'm an all-star moment. He did it against the Giants. The Giants have an identity. They are now going to build the talent around that identity. Their defense is improved based on the skill set and the scheme that they play. They ball control. They like to hold on to the clock. They have a quarterback who's up and down, which is fine. I think they will give Jones one more year after this year to see exactly what he is. I think people got to remember that this is only his second year. It's the third year where the quarterbacks either take off or don't. Third year, I mean, we can go down the list. Tom Brady got better. Matt Ryan got better. Drew Brees got hurt but show signs in his third year in San Diego that he was a franchise quarterback, then look what happened in New Orleans. I mean, I, I could go down to every, every quarterback. Literally, if you look at their third year, if they hit, they hit hard. If they fall, they kind of been falling hard, too. Um. Uh, the quarterbacks, I'm very much interested in looking at it as a three-year rule basically it's the same exact rule for any of y'all people who date people a lot that 90 day rule if you can still be around them after three months i've known people personally who do this i know people who subconsciously don't do this who subconsciously do this as three months is always telling where you want to go with that person 90 days well, in the NFL, is three years at quarterback. And sometimes you don't even get that. Uh, wait, is this Mitchell Trubisky's last year? And now a Super Bowl winning quarterback has now taken his spot. So, case in point. Mitchell Trubisky seemingly has arm talent, but what he doesn't seem to have is the discipline for his craft. He's just like, oh, yeah, I'm good, so I'm just going to get it. Kind of cat. I'm sorry. There was only maybe two cats in my life. That I've ever seen like that. That were actually good. But they were only good on Sundays. Horrible in practice, good on Sundays. And we all know that's Tim Tebow and Sean King of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Those are the only two quarterbacks who were reportedly horrible in practice. But good on Sunday. And I know people are like, well, wait, Tim Tebow wasn't good on Sunday. Tim Tebow found ways to win regardless of how slow his delivery was. So, he can bump that. And then people used to say the same about Byron Lefwich, but we all knew Byron Lefwich was known for his smarts and his heart, not necessarily his skill. His arm talent was bomb, he wasn't really that accurate. But getting more into the Giants, I didn't think I liked Joe Judge, but now I kind of see why they hired Joe Judge because they hired Joe Judge because that's what they want to be, what he represents. He's young. He's physical. He has a certain mentality about him. That's the football team that they want. They want a Michael Strahan-led operation. They want a physical football team. They got Saquon Barkley. If it was me, I'd have two running backs. Uh, I'd have one guy behind Saquon Barkley. I know this is going to sound funny, but if Frank Gore plays again, he needs to leave the Jets and he needs to go to New York and back up Saquon because I think he'd actually fit really, really well in the Giants just seeing what they do. And he can catch out the backfield to Gore, which would help you know, Daniel Jones next year. And, you know, for those of you guys who haven't listened to the un, the Unfortunates, most of the target conversation is going to be what these teams can do to improve either during the season or after. Um, but I love where the Giants are going. They're up two spots on my list after the really close loss to a team that everybody said they they really shouldn't have hung around because of the Eagles' offense. Even though the Eagles have injuries... The Eagles still have offense. I think, you know, Doug Peterson doing a great job. All right now, now we're gonna go into the next one. Coming in at number 26, my favorite to win the NFC least, the Washington football team. I am a huge Ron Rivera fan. Okay. What I didn't like about the Carolina Panthers was the offensive coordinators mixed with Cam Newton. Okay, for those of you guys who are hating on Cam Newton in New England, hello, he hasn't played for a very long time. Almost two years. Okay? He also his first year in this system which is a system based on his skill set you gotta give Josh McDaniels time you guys do remember that Tom Brady also had a system built for him by Josh McDaniels which took two years and it was based upon the skill set that Tom Brady and Josh McDaniels sat down and did, guess what Cam Newton had the same conversations but guess what, if you look at this football team they had eight free agents leave, so I don't want to hear this that New England is bad. No, New England's actually doing better than we thought. I still think that New England can win this division if Cam Newton figures it out with the wide receivers and tight end. in. I am not a Cam Newton fan. I've been telling everybody for years he is not an all-star quarterback. He is a great running back, he is a great and all-star football player. He's a player. He's one of them cats that you'll go to war with because Cam Newton will put his body inside of a 240 or 50-pound linebacker and say, guess what? I'm bucking you today. I said bucking for those of you guys who think I'm cussing. I'm not. Cam Newton got heart. The dudes also got less than, I think they said less than 4% body fat. Cam Newton's in great shape for the first time. He's got to get used to this stuff again. And you know what? For those of you guys uh, ramming up for uh, Colin Kaepernick, if Colin Kaepernick had to come back to the league after missing this many years, he'd be going through the same issues and trouble. He would have to adapt to the speed. He'd have to learn a whole new playbook because he hasn't played in more years than Cam Newton. So I don't want to hear this that Colin Kaepernick would be better than uh, would be he first of all. I don't think Colin Kaepernick is a better thrower of the football than Cam Newton. I actually think that they're kind of even. Now the argument was, and the reason why I'm comparing these two is because last time these these two were compared, when Cam Newton won the MVP, the numbers were exactly the same, except Colin Kaepernick was on a bad team, and Cam Newton was on a Super Bowl winning team. So, people, are oh, Colin Kavanaugh could do this. Kind of Colin Kavanaugh ain't played organized football. I'm I'm just gonna say five years. Like serious organized football. I'm not talking about you know throwing and catching balls in in a high school. I'm talking about serious playing football. He ain't done it in five years. So for those of you all thinking that Colin Kaepernick can do this and do that. That's not fair. Now, if he wants to come in and be a backup quarterback, that's cool. But he is not a starting quarterback in the NFL right now. There's no. If you don't do it, you can't be better than the presumed. Okay? Joseph? Hey, y'all. Sorry about that. I had a, a coworker interrupt me. Um. Period just to go off and end off on the Washington Redskins. They played one heck of a game, and they beat the brakes off the Dallas Cowboys. And you know what? The reason why I jumped them up five spots is because they're not the they're not the second worst team in the NFL. That's the reason why they went up so high. I believe if they were playing on the equal field in Minnesota, I believe they're better than Minnesota. I thought they were better than Dallas. I picked them to beat Dallas. So. I think Washington is going to be better. And now they're on a bye week so they get to they they went out on a win. They're going to rest. And we're going to see them hustle a little more just because it's Ron Rivera. And if y'all don't know Ron Rivera, that's cool. But But man. <laughs> y'all got y'all I'm sorry man. If y'all just don't believe in Ron Rivera, what he was able to do in Carolina, just keep just keep looking at this dude, man. He he's He's way underrated. I I'm look, I'm gonna do a Ron Rivera episode by himself in a couple weeks. Just for you Washington football fans, just because y'all are some good Y'all are some good hearted fans. Straight up. Um, you guys are supportive. You guys through hell and back. I'm a Titans fan, so I understand what y'all be going through. But for those of y'all that don't know, Washington got some good fans, y'all. So, Washington Redskins are up. Love to the Washington Faithful HTTR. Hey, y'all. Welcome back. So... The Atlanta Falcons absolutely should have beat the Detroit Lions. Actually, for the way the scheme was after watching replay and watching the defense play better, really, than we really have all season, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not mad at Atlanta for losing. This time, they didn't choke. They just lost. It was just a couple of things at the end of the game. If Todd Gurley didn't fall into the Reds on would have wasted all the clock, and then scored, We, I mean, Atlanta might not even be the best team on the unfortunates list, unfortunately. <laughs> um, honorable mentions, the Houston Texans. Ooh. Atlanta Falcons, they're up two spots. They're 25. Congratulations, Atlanta. You are not the unfortunate, unfortunately. You are not the greatest unfortunate, unfortunately. (laughs) Atlanta, I actually think Atlanta will get better. Um, And then not counting that they just won. So, hey, Hey, will they be on the list next week? We'll find out. Alright, y'all, and there goes my unfortunates from Atlanta, who's the best team on this list, to all the way down to the unfortunate Jets. I will say this much. I'm looking into as to why the Houston Texans didn't make my lists look everybody I had I had a couple of people say, well what about the New England Patriots? uh Cam Newton's on a comeback trail and by midseason i I still don't think now that I honestly believe that the coaching staff, And the players that they have. And people got to remember, all the players they lost. I still thought they were going to win this division. Just with Cam Newton, Bill Belichick. I I honestly thought that they would win the division. Part of me still feels that way. I'm not going to give up on, on Bill until that happens. So... We all know New England has picks. Um, it looks like they might be trading away Gilmore. Until they unload more, if they stay down there, we'll see. But I just, like, for an example, I see Newton winning this week. But I'm not getting into all that. So the honorable mentions for the Unfortunates is, by request, the New England Patriots... And, of course, uh, the Houston Texans who who just got thumped by Green Bay, so... um, I hope uh, all of you are going to have a good Sunday this weekend. And, uh... Go Titans, go Cardinals. Um, (laughs) You know, for me, being a homer, you know... uh, Let's hope everybody stays safe and enjoy the football this weekend, guys. And that is the unfortunates. Let me break up out your phone.